Welcome to the PC Speaking Podcast series, Through the Bible in a Year, where we come together for daily reading and reflection as we journey through the scriptures. Let's dive into today's episode with Pastor Chris Miller. Hello and welcome to day 54 of our One Year Through the Bible reading program. This is the 23rd of February. Today our reading is from Leviticus chapter 16 and 17. And our New Testament reading is Mark chapter 6 today. Um, In Leviticus chapter 16, we'll read about the Day of Atonement, a very holy day on the Jewish calendar. It's the day when the high priest, in this case Aaron, uh, ceremonially makes atonement for the sins of Israel. It involves the sacrifice of a bull and a goat as atonement for sin, and also sending a second goat into the wilderness to symbolize the removal of the people's sins, also known as the scapegoat. I've got a list floating around somewhere of things that people say that they probably don't realize are from the Bible, and that's one of them is the scapegoat. Maybe someday I'll have to do something with that list. Um, Leviticus chapter 17 continues with regulations about the proper place and manner of offering sacrifices. It prohibits the Israelites from offering sacrifices anywhere except at the tabernacle and a command that's intended to centralize worship and prevent the worship of false gods. And then Leviticus 17 also prohibits the consumption of blood, which reinforces the sanctity of life in the idea that the life of a creature is in the blood and why blood was to be used only for making atonement. After we read from Leviticus, we'll head over to to the book of Mark in the New Testament, which begins with Jesus being, or the book of Mark chapter six, which begins with Jesus being rejected in his hometown of Nazareth. He uh, sends out the apostles two by two, giving them the authority over unclean spirits and instructing them on what they are to do. We then shift to the death of John the Baptist, who is beheaded by Herod Antipas after, well, an impulsive promise made during a banquet, which we will read about. Mark chapter 6 also includes the feeding of the 5,000 and Jesus walking on water, demonstrating both his power and his compassion. And the chapter concludes with Jesus healing the sick in Gennesaret as people recognize him and crowds come to him for healing. People begin flocking to Jesus. Um, Let's go to our reading. We'll start with Leviticus chapter 16. It says, The Lord spoke to Moses after the death of the two sons of Aaron, and they came near before the Lord and died. And the Lord said to Moses, Tell Aaron your brother not to come at just any time into the most holy place within the veil, before the mercy seat, which is on the ark, lest he die. For I will appear in the cloud on the mercy seat. Aaron shall come into the sanctuary with a young bull for a sin offering and a ram for a burnt offering. He shall put on the holy linen tunic. He shall have the linen trousers on his body. He shall put on the linen sash, and he shall be clothed with the linen turban. They are the holy garments. He shall bathe his body in water and put them on. He shall take from the congregation of the children of Israel two male goats for a sin offering and one ram for a burnt offering. Aaron shall offer the bull of the sin offering, which is for himself, and make atonement for himself and for his house. He shall take the two goats and set them before the Lord at the door of the tent of meeting. 
Aaron shall cast lots for the two goats, one lot for the Lord and the other lot for the scapegoat. Aaron shall present the goat on which the lot fell for the Lord and offer him for a sin offering. But the goat on which the lot fell for the scapegoat shall be presented alive before the Lord to make an atonement for him to send him away as a scapegoat into the wilderness. Aaron shall present the bull of the sin offering, which is for himself, and shall make atonement for himself and for his house, and shall kill the bull of the sin offering, which is for himself. He shall take a censer full of coals of fire from off the altar before the Lord, and two handfuls of sweet incense, beaten small, and bring it within the veil. He shall put the incense on the fire before the Lord, that the cloud of the incense may cover the mercy seat that is on the covenant so that he will not die. He shall take some of the blood of the bull and sprinkle it with his finger on the mercy seat on the east. And before the mercy seat, he shall sprinkle some of the blood with his finger seven times. Then he shall kill the goat of the sin offering that is for the people and bring his blood within the veil and do with the with his blood as he did with the blood of the bull and sprinkle it on the mercy seat and before the mercy seat. He shall make atonement for the holy place because of the uncleanness of the children of Israel and because of their transgressions, even all their sins. And so he shall do for the tent of meeting that dwells with them in the middle of their uncleanness. No one shall be in the tent of meeting when he enters to make atonement in the holy place until he comes out and has made atonement for himself and for his household and for all the assembly of Israel. He shall go out to the altar that is before the Lord and make atonement for it and shall take some of the bull's blood and some of the goat's blood and put it around on the horns of the altar. He shall sprinkle some of the blood on it with his fingers seven times and cleanse it and make it holy from the uncleanness of the children of Israel. When he is finished atoning for the holy place, the tent of meeting and the altar, he shall present the live goat. Aaron shall lay both his hands on the head of the light goat and confess over him all the iniquities of the children of Israel and all of their transgressions, even all their sins. He shall put them on the head of the goat and shall send him away into the wilderness by the hand of a man who is ready. The goat shall carry all their iniquities on himself to a solitary land and he shall release the goat in the wilderness. Aaron shall come into the tent of meeting and shall take off the linen garments, which he put on when he went into the holy place and shall leave them there. Then he shall bathe himself in water in a holy place, put on his garments and come out and offer his burnt offering and the burnt offering of the people and make atonement for himself and for the people. The fat of the sin offering he shall burn on the altar. He who lets the goat go as a scapegoat shall wash his clothes and bathe his flesh in water. And afterward he shall come into the camp the bull for the sin offering and the goat for the sin offering, whose blood was brought in to make atonement in the holy place, shall be carried outside the camp, and they shall burn their skins, their flesh, and their dung with fire. He who burns them shall wash his clothes and bathe his flesh in water, and afterward he shall come into the camp. It shall be a statute to you forever in the seventh month, on the tenth day of the month, you shall afflict your souls and shall do no kind of work, whether native-born or stranger who lives as a foreigner amongst you. For on this day shall atonement be made for you to cleanse you. You shall be clean from all your sins before the Lord. It is a Sabbath of solemn rest to you, and you shall afflict your souls. It is a statute forever. The priest who is anointed and who is consecrated to be priest in his father's place shall make the atonement and shall put on the linen garments, even the holy garments. Then he shall make atonement for the holy sanctuary, and he shall make atonement for the tent of meeting and for the altar, and he shall make atonement for the priests and for the people assembly, for all the people of the assembly. This shall be an 
everlasting statute for you to make atonement for the children of Israel once in the year because of all their sins. It was done as the Lord commanded Moses. Leviticus chapter 17. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to Aaron and to his sons and to all the children of Israel and say to them, This is the thing which the Lord has commanded. Whatever man there is of the house of Israel who kills a bull or lamb or goat in the camp or who kills it outside the camp and hasn't brought it to the door of the tent of meeting to offer it as an offering to the Lord before the Lord's tabernacle, blood shall be imputed to that man. He has shed blood. That man shall be cut off from amongst the people. This is to the end that the children of Israel may bring their sacrifices, which they sacrifice in the open field, that they may bring them to the Lord, to the door of the tent of meeting, to the priest, and sacrifice them for sacrifices of peace offerings to the Lord. The priest shall sprinkle the blood on the Lord's altar at the door of the tent of meeting and burn the fat for a pleasant aroma to the Lord. They shall no more sacrifice their sacrifices to the goat idols, after which they play the prostitute. This shall be a statute forever to them throughout their generations. You shall say to them, Any man there is of the house of Israel, or of the strangers who live as foreigners amongst them, who offers a burnt offering or sacrifice, and doesn't bring it to the door of the tent of meeting, to sacrifice it to that to the Lord, that man shall be cut off from his people. Any man of the house of Israel or the strangers who live as foreigners amongst them who eats any kind of blood, I will set my face against that soul who eats blood and will cut him off from amongst his people. For the life of the flesh is in the blood. I have given it to you on the altar to make atonement for your souls, for it is the blood that makes atonement by reason of the life. Therefore, I have said to the children of Israel, no person amongst you may eat blood, nor may any stranger who lives as a foreigner amongst you eat blood. Whatever man there is of the children of Israel or the strangers who live as foreigners amongst them, who takes in hunting any animal or bird that may be eaten, he shall pour out its blood and cover it with dust. For as to the life of all flesh, its blood is with its life. Therefore, I said to the children of Israel, you shall not eat blood of any kind of flesh, for the life of all flesh is in his blood. Whoever eats it shall be cut off. Every person that eats what dies of itself or that which is torn by animals, whether he is native born or a foreigner, shall wash his clothes and bathe himself in water and be unclean until the evening. Then he shall be clean. But if he doesn't wash them or bathe his flesh, then he shall bear his iniquity. Over to the New Testament, Mark chapter 6. It says, He went out from there. He came into his own country, and his disciples followed him. When the Sabbath had come, he began to teach in the synagogue. And many, hearing him, were astonished, saying, Where did this man get these things? And what is the wisdom that is given to this man, that such mighty works come out by his hands? Isn't this the carpenter, the son of Mary, and brother of James, Joseph, Judah, and Simon? Aren't his sisters here with us? So they were offered at him. So they were offended at him. Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honor except in his own country and amongst his own relatives and in his own house. He could do no mighty work there except that he laid his hands on a few sick people and healed them. He marveled because of their unbelief. He went around the villages teaching. He called to himself the twelve and began to send them out two by two. He gave them authority over the unclean spirits. He commanded them that they should take nothing for their journey except a staff only, no bread, no wallet, no money in their purse, but to wear sandals and not put on two tunics. He said to them, wherever you enter into a house, stay there until you depart from there. 
Whoever will not receive you nor hear you as you depart from there, shake off the dust that is under your feet for a testimony against them. Assuredly, I tell you, it will be more tolerable for Sodom and Gomorrah in the day of judgment than for that city. They went out and preached that people should repent. They cast out many demons and anointed many with oil who were sick and healed them. King Herod heard this, for his name had become known, and he said, John the baptizer has risen from the dead, and therefore these powers are at work in him. But others said, he's Elijah. Others said, he is a prophet or like one of the prophets. But Herod, when he heard this, said, this is John whom I beheaded. He has risen from the dead. For Herod himself had sent out and arrested John and bound him in prison for the sake of Herodias, his brother Philip's wife, for he had married her. For John had said to Herod, it is not lawful for you to have your brother's wife. Herodias set herself against him and desired to kill him, but she couldn't. For Herod feared John, knowing that he was a righteous and holy man, and kept him safe. When he heard him, he did many things, and he heard him gladly. Then a convenient day came when Herod, on his birthday, made a supper for his nobles, the high officers, and the chief men of Galilee. When the daughter of Herodias herself came in and danced, she pleased Herod, and those sitting with him, the king said to the young lady, Ask me whatever you want, and I will give it to you. He swore to her, Whatever you ask of me, I will give you up to half of my kingdom. She went out and said to her mother, What shall I ask? She said, The head of John the baptizer. She came in immediately with haste to the king and requested, I want you to give me right now the head of John the baptizer on a platter. The king was exceedingly sorry, but for the sake of his oaths and of his dinner guests, he didn't wish to refuse her. Immediately the king sent out a soldier of his guard and commanded to bring John's head. And he went and beheaded him in prison and brought his head on a platter and gave it to the young lady. And the young lady gave it to her mother. When his disciples heard this, they came and took up his corpse and laid it in a tomb. The apostles gathered themselves together to Jesus. They told him all things, whatever they had done and whatever they had taught, and said to him, Come away into a deserted place and rest a while. For there were many coming and going, and they had no leisure so much as to eat. They went away in the boat to a deserted place by themselves. They saw them going, and many recognized him and ran there on foot from all the cities. They arrived before them and came together to him. Jesus came out, saw a great multitude, and he had compassion on them because they were like sheep without a shepherd. And he began to teach them many things. When it was late in the day, his disciples came to him and said, this, day, this place is deserted and it is late in the day. Send them away that they may go into the surrounding country and villages and buy themselves bread, for they have nothing to eat. But he answered them, you give them something to eat. They asked him, Shall we go and buy 200 denarii worth of bread and give them something to eat? He said to them, How many loaves do you have? Go see. When they knew, they said, Five and two fish. He commanded them that everyone should sit down in groups on the green grass. They sat down in ranks by hundreds and by fifties. He took the five loaves and the two fish, and looking up to heaven, he blessed and broke the loaves, and he gave to his disciples to set before them, and he divided the two fish amongst them all. They all ate and were filled. They took up 12 baskets full of broken pieces and also of the fish. Those who ate the loaves were 5,000 men. Immediately, he made his disciples get into the boat and go ahead to the other side to the Bethsaida, while he himself <clears throat> sent the multitude away. After he had taken leave of them, he went up to the mountain to pray. When evening had come, the boat was in the middle of the sea, and he was alone on the land, seeing them distressed and rowing, for the wind was contrary to them. About the fourth watch of the night, he came to them walking on the sea, 
and he would have passed by them. But when they saw him walking on the sea, supposed that it was a ghost and cried out, for they all saw him and were troubled. But he immediately spoke with them and said to them, Cheer up, it is I, don't be afraid. He got into the boat with them and wind ceased. And they were very amazed amongst themselves and marveled, for they hadn't understood about the loaves, but their hearts were hardened. When they had crossed over, they came to a land at Gennesaret and moored to the shore. When they had come out of the boat, immediately the people recognized him and ran around the whole region and began to bring those who were sick on their mats to where they heard he was. Whenever he entered into villages or into cities or into the country, they laid the sick in the marketplaces and begged him that they might just touch the fringe of his garment. And as many as touched him were made well. That's our reading today, Leviticus 16 and 17, Mark chapter 6. Um, a few devotional thoughts, things to think about, some meditations for today. In what ways does the concept of the scapegoat in Leviticus chapter 16 point forward to the sacrifice of Christ? Something interesting to think about. Uh, in Leviticus chapter 17, the Israelites are instructed to offer sacrifices only at the tabernacle. In light of that, consider the importance of our worship today, centralized worship together in church. And everyone has fears and anxieties. How does Jesus walking on water and calming the disciples' fear encourage you when you are fearful, <laughs> fearful or anxious? Just an idea for some further study, if you would like to do so, have another look at the miracles of Jesus and in Mark chapter 6, feeding the 5,000, walking on the water, and take some time to analyze those and write down what you come up with, what you find there. And after you do, make a list of what these miracles teach us about God's kingdom and his provision well, that's our reading for today, and I hope you are enjoying this as much as I am, and I look forward to speaking with you again tomorrow. Thank you for joining us today on the PC Speaking Podcast. Tune in tomorrow for another episode of Through the Bible in a Year. If you have found this helpful, please follow the podcast and share it with a friend. It is our hope and prayer that every episode helps enrich your relationship with God and His Word. Even if the drums stop beating, my soul will keep on singing, even louder.